Timeout when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about right brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed and real wood smoke. Real. And you could tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try right brand bacon. That's called right brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, it's a meat Friday, but it's Good Friday, Passover, and we are having fish today. Simple glazed salmon fillets, cilantro, lime, rice. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. Nobody. Oh, the Traegers are all fired up. Sun is shining. It's a Friday fritzy. You got the commissioner of the NBA. It took... Fritzy, four years to get Adam Silver on the show. And it was worth the wait. It was. It was. You did a great job. But I was curious, why now for the commissioner? I've known him a long time, and I've always thought that he was a good guest when he came on. And, of course, his predecessor, I have a long history with uh, David Stern. But Paulie goes, I don't know. There must be something going on. And I go, all right. Well, save it for the air. All right, Paulie, so why do you think the commissioner of the NBA came on? I'll preface this by saying he hasn't been on at least four years. Yes. He comes on today out of nowhere. Earlier this week, the commissioner mentions during his kind of State of the Union pre-playoff stuff that he has to do something, work on something to deal with this load management issue, players not playing games. Coincidentally, three days later, he decides to join our show. Mm -hmm. A guy, an interviewer who he knows, knows the NBA, Mm -hmm. is somewhat old school with his thoughts on the NBA, and we'll ask the questions that will set up the commissioner to mention the things that he was here to mention. Mm. He had notes on his desk. He was ready to go. And when you brought up the topic, you didn't, actually, you didn't even bring up the topic. You start talking about Michael Jordan in the 80s in Chicago. And he goes, Michael Jordan, you know, what a player he was. You know, He was the kind of guy playing 40 minutes a game. That was un- 
we didn't promote we didn't you know prompt him to say that and then when you went into some ideas about how to fix the load management situation he went right with you yeah. i think that was a completely planned trial balloon type interview by the commissioner, and it worked perfectly. Well, I don't want to take away from Fritzy's great work. Well, Fritzy never gives up, which helps. That's true. How long has it been, the NFL commissioner, since he uh, joined us? I think uh, I'm going to go 2011. I'm checking, but okay. I think it's 2011. All right. Now, he's been on this show, but uh, that was when Mike Florio and Ross Tucker were <laughs> hosting. It's just, do you think it's just a coincidence the commissioner of the NFL was on the show, but both days I wasn't here? Todd? That's a stretch. That's really tough to believe. Yeah, right? okay. That's just way too much. Commissioner, I got some questions. Let's <laughs> let's start with, are, are you? We're going to talk to uh, Mel Kuyper, draft expert. He'll join us coming up a little bit. The actor John C. Riley portrays the uh, late, great Dr. Jerry Buss, the HBO series about the uh, Showtime Lakers, and John C. Riley will join us later on. Hawks, Cavs, Pelicans, Clippers, that'll be coming up. The Packers have added a wide receiver. It's Sammy Watkins. Yeah. Draft is in 13 days. We'll talk to Mel Kuyper about what he thinks the Packers will do and should do. We also talked a little bit about Baker Mayfield yesterday. He finally did an interview, and I don't think he came off well. Um, first of all, you do an interview, you're sitting on a couch, and then you got a dog that's playing dead with its legs up in the air through most of the interview. And you're going to be talking about how you were disrespected. And then he also says, hey, you know, I'd love to show up at somebody's office and boo them. Okay. It's a terrible take when somebody says that. Sam Darnold said that recently. Um, if you showed up at somebody's office and then you just started booing them, um, I don't think they're going to crumble, as he says. Yeah, Seaton. Yeah, he should, like... Try being a public school teacher for a day <laughs> and yeah. see what it's like to actually be treated like crap. He needs to just stop talking and just just wait and see what happens here. And, and, and you know, he's so proactive with uh, he sent out that goodbye letter to Cleveland. Now you have this interview where I'm disrespected. Um, you have no leverage here. Your leverage is to be I, I don't want somebody coming in. Sort of like Odell Beckham came to Cleveland. All he kept talking about was he was mad at the Giants. Mad at the Giants. I don't want to bring in Baker Mayfield, and his whole thought process is, I'm still mad at the Cleveland Browns. I want to bring you in, and you're with my team, and now let's move forward here. But I think he would be better served if somebody just said to him, you know, you don't have to have a chip on your shoulder the whole time. And yeah, are you disrespected? How about you join a list of, I don't know, a couple thousand athletes who have been disrespected? Chances are you're still going to make some money, $18 million. Chances are you're probably going to be a backup quarterback unless the Browns release you and some team says, I can pick him up and I don't have to pay his salary. But let's see what happens over the next two weeks. A team might be all in to get a quarterback. They don't get their quarterback. Maybe you're a consolation prize. Maybe you have to prove yourself again. And I think that would be a good thing to be quiet going into the draft. Yeah, Paul. I think what Mayfield needs is a situation like, remember Ryan Tannehill, his last year or two with the Miami Dolphins, and they kind of was like, eh, we're going a different direction. Ryan Tannehill's stats with the Dolphins were nice stuff. He had 27 touchdowns, 24 touchdowns. Then he cooled off. 
Baker Mayfield needs a situation like going to the Titans, a team that does want to pay a lot but wants a new quarterback. But everyone, all the spots are taken. Like the Steelers would have been great, taken. A lot of those spots are taken. Yeah, but if he goes to Cle- if if uh, Cleveland releases him, he'd go to Pittsburgh. He'd be their starter, I think, over uh, Mitchell Trubisky. But Cleveland has to pick up that salary, and then I would love to see him play for Pittsburgh. And then you have that rivalry. You know, there's already a rivalry. Um, but I think you have to look at the draft and see the fallout from the draft. If Carolina doesn't get who they want, or Seattle doesn't get who they want. Uh, heck, even Detroit, if they don't get who they want. You know, maybe they would bring in Baker Mayfield. You got Jared Goff for one more year. You know who should feel disrespected? Jimmy Garoppolo. And you know what? He hadn't said a word. He hadn't said anything. Like, that's when you know you're disrespected. And you know what? Baker Mayfield has not produced the numbers that Jimmy Garoppolo has. And Garoppolo has been to a Super Bowl. So... You know, when you start talking about being disrespected, you sort of have to take inventory of the other quarterbacks who have been disrespected. Jimmy Garoppolo, hey, uh, Jimmy, we really like you. All you do is win. But, man, we're going all in on Trey Lance. But we still, you're going to be our quarterback. And even now, they're not sure. He's not sure. But I haven't heard him say, man, disrespected. Baker's got to understand what, what pro sports is all about. It's a business. It's personal to you. It's not personal to them. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Curtis in Oregon joining us. Hey, Curtis, what's on your mind today? Hey, Dan, listening to your interview, I had a a couple thoughts. One would have loved to hear you uh, ask him about the one and done. It it seems like when he first came in, that was one thing that he – he initially uh, remarked on and people were excited, but still haven't uh, really addressed that. And then uh, I'm a problem solver by nature. So I wanted to cut you off at the pass talking about uh, percentage of games played. I think you have to do minutes because if you enter the game 10 seconds in, you foul someone and you go out the rest of the game. Is that a game played? Sure. Um, and, so. and maybe it's minutes, Curtis. Maybe you do that. Maybe it's a, total number of minutes that you play. And it's a great point. I mean, I'm just workshopping this in real time. But the commissioner did like the idea. And that's not something, this commissioner is not flippant. Like, if you say something, then he's going to say yes, or he's going to say no. And I think that he realized, okay, how do we incentivize? And the fact that you have the marquee players that we're talking about, and they're the ones eligible for first team, second team, third team, all NBA, MVP, uh, rookie of the year, most improved, defensive player of the year. I just, I'll put a minutes, a minimum minutes that you have to play. And then, you know, you're guaranteeing that you're going to see these guys more often than not. But if you're first team all NBA, second team, third team, that affects, you know, greatly what your contract is going to be. Now all of a sudden you're a max contract guy. Super max guy. Then, you know, you, you can't, you know, when you're trying to incentivize him, money is going to be the, that's the common denominator. How do I get you to play? You can't say, you got to take pride in your work and show up. Michael Jordan used to do this. Michael, Larry Bird, you know, these players today don't care. And, you know, as Jordan told the commissioner, 
hey, the more I play, the less susceptible I would be to injury. It's If I sat out, I would feel like I was more susceptible to getting an injury and then coming back the next game. But, uh, you know, here's Jordan now as an owner, and he's trying to figure this out as well. Yeah, Paul. One thing that stuck out with the commissioner, you asked the uh, commissioner about um, expansion in Vegas or Seattle. He talked about it a little bit, but then he said, he goes, that's not front burner at all for us right now. That that was a little surprising. I thought Vegas seems obvious, and Seattle seems inevitable. Yeah, it felt like, it does feel like it's inevitable for both of those cities. I think the time frame is not, as he said, front burner. That did surprise me a little bit. Uh, yeah, Seaton. What do you think the holdup is on something like that? Not that expansion should be a, a pressing issue necessarily, but what do you think gives him concern? Well... I think he would look at it as the league would be diluted even more. That you do have, it's almost like the Premier League where you have super teams. And then you have these other teams that, you know, they don't have relegation, but they would, you know, there's certain teams that aren't winning the championship every year. But in the NFL, like the Cleveland Browns came out of nowhere and they went to the Super Bowl and came within a play or two of winning the Super Bowl. It's not like the Orlando Magic can do that. And I think that if you add two more teams, then you're going to get younger and dilute the product more. He's looking for parity. The NFL loves parity because everybody has a chance to start the season. NBA starts, you don't have parity. I mean, you might have, ah, the Cavaliers are a cute story. Okay, they're not winning the championship. Yeah, see... It feels a lot like the league talking about parity that, and we've kind of touched on this recently, like maybe this week, that the league feels right now like it's if you have one good player, then you're a playoff team. If you have two or more great players, you're a championship team. And that's kind of just the, all right, you got your one guy, and now all right, you're, you're going to get into the playoffs. This is good. You have a superstar. Now can you put add another piece or two, and then that's basically formula for a ring. But how many great players are there in the NBA? You know, Dallas has Luka. Denver has the Joker. You know, the Clippers, do they have great players or do they have good players? Uh, the Nets have two in Kyrie and Durant. Philadelphia, to me, has one in Joel Embiid. Celtics, Tatum is a great player. I think Brown's a good player. So when you start to look at these teams, Minnesota, Carl Anthony Towns, great player? All playoff teams. Anthony Edwards, yes. But how many have a chance to win? Right, right, exactly. I mean, that's the key that you love when you have that that story. Um, you know, it's what we love about March Madness is you you have a chance. Uh, I think the NBA, he was talking about, he's looking for parity. And if you add two more teams, you're not going to have that. It, you're going to be further from parity. Yeah, Pauline. I'm sure someone's thought of this before, but in order to get rid of the uh, super teams concept, what if only one player per team was allowed a super max contract? only one player per team is allowed to make more than $40 million a year. And each team can have one person. They can have none, but you can have two. Yeah, but I, I, you know, I believe in capitalism that you should be able to get paid. These owners are making money, and these players deserve to get paid. But that would mean you have to go to another team. And then, like, I like the super team. Um, even though growing up, you had a team and that was the team and you know rarely did you get you know occasionally you'd get a guy who was uh, like Bill Walton went to the Celtics and was sixth man of the year back in 1986 I think uh, the Lakers seem to have 
It'd be like, uh, and we're going to bring in Bob McAdoo, and we're going to bring in, you know, and it just felt like they're all these guys. that, And, and you want to go to a team that's going to win. You want to go to a great location. Weather plays a, a big role in that. Uh, but, you know, you're starting to figure out what can the NBA do moving forward, that it is an exciting time, but LeBron's going to be in year 20. Now what happens after LeBron? That's interesting as well. And I don't think Bronny has taken over that uh, baton from LeBron. Uh, you know, but you do have good players. Um, but I think I thought the commissioner was well thought out and actually gave you something that, you know, he would think about the question that you were asking there. Uh, Joe in California, then we'll take a break. Mel Kuyper is set to join us. Hey, Joe. Morning. Hey, morning, Dan. Hey, hey uh, 510, 135. Hey, uh, Adam has kind of uh, mentioned this in the past, but um, he tends to look at other uh, models of sports. Um, mm-hmm. A recommendation for incentive for players to play a little bit more would possibly be to look at the European model of soccer. Um, and you might have mentioned it with Super League or um, something else, but basically creating an in-season tournament uh, for certain groups of teams where they're going to want to play for another title of some sort or um, some more money or incentives. Um, so slowly changing up the model of the NBA um, and the forms of, you know, the Premier League, La Liga, something along those lines where teams can uh, slowly play more. Yeah, and, he's uh, talked about, about that with, uh, you know, some in-season tournaments. And thanks for the phone call, Joe. I'm not big on that. Hey, hey, we won the in-season tournament. So, unless you say, well, because you're going to uh, a million dollars uh, if you win the in-season tournament, I just want you playing. I just want you, when I buy tickets, n- now I would tell fans, buy tickets the day of. Because if you geared up for LeBron coming to town or Steph Curry to come, coming to town, and let's say you were going give, to give that to you know your son or daughter for Christmas. I mean... Then what happens? No Steph. No load management. He's going to be in street clothes, though. Or LeBron. And I was always lucky. Whenever I showed up Cincinnati Royals games, I got to see if it's Jerry West, it's Will Chamberlain. They were there. Clyde Frazier, he was there with the Nick. Pete Maravich was there. I never went to a game where I went, where is such and such? That person was playing. Now, I know it's a different time. But, you know, a fan now in the tickets, I mean, it's tough. Because as a parent and your son or daughter wants to go see a game, and you go, all right, I'll get you tickets. And then you're going to do that three or four months in advance? Pretty tough. Yeah, Paul. Like 10 years ago, you have your little son, Timmy, and eight years old. Sorry, uh, uh, Ben Simmons isn't playing tonight. He's, he's load management. What does that mean, Dad? Now, these days, a seven-year-old's like, well, he's got to get ready for the playoffs, and he has to think about his contract future in the offseason. Don't miss Killing It, the new Peacock original starring Craig Robinson, the series. From the comedy minds of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, streaming now. Go to PeacockTV.com to sign up. Take a break. More phone calls coming up. We'll uh, check in with Mel Kuyper next, Dan Patrick Show. Well, have you tried Love Sack yet? Love Sack Stealth Tech? Replace your old couch because maybe you didn't know about this immersive surround sound by Harman Kardon. Convenient wireless charging hidden inside the sectionals, the world's most adaptable couch. The closeness of the system speakers, the subwoofer, you're sitting on it. You're sitting on a couch 
so you have this incredible audio experience and get ready to be blown away. Almost literally, because that subwoofer underneath you, the speakers, they're completely hidden from view. You get surround sound. And you can control that listening experience through the Lovesack Stealth Check app. Adjust the volume levels, create and save your own custom sound profiles. Plus, this is a great couch to customize based on the size of it, configuration, fabric type, color, level of support, added accessories, game days. Boy, it's a whole different ballgame. Sactionals, the world's most adaptable couch, now features Lovesack Stealth Tech. You can customize your new couch on lovesac.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton, is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, it's really Creighton. You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That could, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You've seen the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But – when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches, but did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything, so when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. We were just talking about spring training playing baseball, going to baseball games, playing softball. And I just brought back that taste when you're there at a spring training game and you get to have a Miller Lite. It's a warm afternoon, Scottsdale, Arizona. Beer here! Paulie used to be a beer vendor. I was a beer vendor at Scottsdale Stadium, and I slung Miller Lite. So I was just throwing them out there. Okay. Not literally. Okay. But just that cold, refreshing taste. The crack? Yes. Not the crack of the bat. Which is better, crack of the bat's crack of the beer can? Oh, I'd crack of the beer. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> 
Miller Lite. It tastes like beer. How about that? That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And you should too. They've been doing this since 1975. The original light beer. Everybody else is just trying to imitate them. Less filling, only 96 calories. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Stat of the day brought to you by our good folks at Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick show. The Packers haven't used a first round pick on a wide receiver since selecting Javon Walker with the 20th overall selection. That was in 2002. You know, you trade Devontae Adams, Marquez Valdez, Scantling is gone and you sign Sammy Watkins to a reported one year, $4 million contract. I think you need a couple more Sammy Watkins this year. At least that would probably help if you're Aaron Rodgers. Um, poll question, Seton, what did we go with? Um, that's a great question, Dan. Did we want to put up a oh. Passover story? or You know what? Actually, Paulie sent in a good one, too. All right. uh, we could go with would you rather. Would you rather. Dot, dot, dot. Okay. Removing money. All right. Be the commissioner of a sport or the team slash president GM. Okay. Yes, Paul. So if you're the commissioner, you're obviously in control of the entire sport, but you're not really in competition to win a title. You're in competition maybe with other sports and business, or you could be the present GM of a team, and you're you're more of a competitive role. They both pay a lot. The commissioner makes real scary dough. If you missed uh, the interview with Adam Silver, go to danpatrick.com, and uh, he was good. I thought he was uh, pretty open there. Mel Kuyper, draft expert, joining us on the program. Mel, I was just talking about the Packers bringing in Sammy Watkins. Does that change anything they do in the first round? Well, I think they needed three receivers, Dan, uh, going into the draft. I had them taking a couple, one in the first, one in the second. I still think they attack it that way. Uh, Same as a veteran, obviously. They need some young receivers coming into this program. And this is a great draft for wide receivers, Dan. Basically, into the fifth, sixth round area, you're going to find guys that can help you. So I gave them, I thought, two really good ones in Christian Watson and Alec Pierce, uh, guys with length that can come in, smart kids that can come in and help them right away for Aaron Rodgers. So I still think because of the, the best position in this draft and the deepest being wide receiver, you got to take advantage of it if you're the Packers. So I think they will, despite that move. I think they're going to, like say, two, maybe three receivers selected over the seven rounds. Is that the uh... – 
uh, position where you feel like throughout, as you said, first five rounds, that if you didn't get one in the first or second, that you could get value in the third or fourth or fifth round? I believe you can. A slot and wide, Dan. Uh, Calvin Austin the third is not only fast, but he catches the football consistently. He's got punt return ability. Uh, he's a little bit like Hollywood Brown. While he was a first-round pick, Calvin Austin the third will probably be a third-round pick. Uh, Wandale Robinson from Kentucky, formerly of Nebraska, is an electrifying kid, slot guy. He will probably be a third or fourth rounder. Khalil Shakir from Boise State is another one. An underrated guy, I think, is Isaiah Weston from Northern Iowa. Uh, I mentioned Alec Pearson, the second round, a kid with with length, with great athletic ability, ran 4-4, averaged over 17 yards a catch, mechanical engineering major, you know, athletic family. I mean, these are, these are some really good players, Dan, that you normally would never see in the second or third round of a draft, but this year you will. Who are you still trying to figure out? Is there a, a player? Yes, there's a, there's a few. In fact, that's a great question, Dan, because I don't get that question that often. But there are always guys that you just don't know. You really can't figure out. And, then you know, those are guys you just don't draft if you're a team because if you can't figure them out, if you come to the conclusion, we don't know what type of player this player or this kid will be. We don't know how he fits. I'll go right to Trayvon Walker at Georgia. Mm. Trayvon could be the first, second, third pick in this draft. Uh, people are still talking about him as going maybe going number one. So, again, uh, here's a kid who had nine-and-a-half career sacks, 13 career tackles for loss, had a ton of hurries. He was disruptive, but the, the finishing numbers aren't there. The versatility's there. They moved him around. I didn't see the quickness outside. I saw the quickness more inside. So you look at the numbers compared to, you know, Miles Garrett, Clowney, the Bosa brothers. It's not, it, it's not even close in the production during their career over the same time period. So you're betting on the talent, which is awesome. He's 6'5", 270, incredible athletic ability, incredible speed, great kid. You're betting on a coach in the NFL that's why they have coached before their name, getting the most out of Trayvon Walker, figuring out where, what position he's going to maximize that ability at, and then taking a kid who, like I said, nine and a half career sacks, 13 career tackles lost, and turning him in against the best lineman in the world into a guy who can be a double-digit sack guy in one season. That's going to be a challenge for the team to dress him. And I think another kid that is definitely tough to evaluate Based on you know where he is in terms of of the smaller one double A is Trevor Penning. I like Trevor Penning, but he's got to improve. He's got to get more bend. He can't be as as aggressive as he was going after people with the uh, after the whistle. He's got to settle down a bit, improve his technique if he's going to be a left tackle coming out of Northern Iowa. And a lot of people think, and I do think, he can go sixteen in New Orleans or seventeen to the Chargers. So ton of talent. I love the nastiness. I love the fire he plays with. But I think he's got to settle down a bit and certainly, like I say, improve that technique to be a, a great uh, pass blocker from the left tackle position in the NFL. I talked to a scout, and uh, I, I asked him about Malik Willis, and he said he's a tough read for me because he did well against competition where he was the best athlete on the field, but when he wasn't the best athlete on the field, he struggled a little bit. So how do you grade, rationalize what Malik Willis did at Liberty? I think this, Dan, I think the first part of the season, last year, he looked like a top five pick, maybe a number one pick overall. Uh, the second half, he was making some bad decisions, some bad throws. He had interceptions against Middle Tennessee State, three, three against Louisiana Monroe, and he struggled. Obviously, you knew the team would struggle against Ole Miss. In that game, though, Dan, he drew the respect 
hmm. of the Rebel defensive players. Uh, Chance Campbell, heck of a linebacker, come out of Ole Miss, played at my high school, Calvert Hall, was a great player. Chance is one of the uh, has football IQ through the roof. He's like a defensive coordinator on the field. He went right up to Malik Willis after that game and said, "Boy, you are deceptively fast. You're deceptively strong. You're a great player. I really respect the talent you have." And he was just amazed. He said, "I couldn't run." And Chance can run. Chance is the four fives. And he he said, "This kid is fast. He's." Powerful, you know, he's got that compact frame, tough to bring to the ground. Uh, in the senior bowl, Danny, they had the ball at like the 40-yard line, and that was when the, at the end of the first quarter when it was like the end of the half. So he starts running. They say, okay, why are you running? Okay, you got to get a touchdown here. You throw it up for grabs, right? You try to get it. He almost ran it in. Now, Chad Muma from Wyoming tackled him at the five-yard line, or he would have taken it from the 40 in on that last play of that quarter. So he's a talent. He's got a great, tremendous character. Yes, you know, is he NFL-ready now, uh, he needs a little work, possibly. We always say that about everybody, and sometimes the guys you think are an NFL ready turn out to be. Some guys you think the guys that NFL are NFL ready do nothing, Josh Rosen being one of them. So, uh, uh, to me, Dan, somebody's going to take him high. I'm going to Carolina at six. We'll see. He's going to be a fun one to watch because Pittsburgh sits at 20, yeah. and there are still people out there that think he could slide down to 20 to Mike Tomlin and the Steelers. And Pittsburgh, you have taken Kenny Pickett if uh, Pickett's still left there on the board. We're talking to Mel Kuyper, draft expert. I'm also wondering, when you, when you first started this at the Mothership, you, uh-huh. you, were, you were saying where you thought players were going to go, or you were, gra- you were grading them. It wasn't – you changed in where you thought the team – what the teams were going to do. Do I have that right, the, the time frame? Yeah, I think, Dan, what you always try to do, and I did this when I put out the draft reports back in 78, 79, 80, and all those years, I always had a, a mock first round, right, which was trying to predict what teams would do. And I always had a first round based on what I would do if I were the GM as we move through the draft. And Todd and I are going to do that. We're going to do a three-round rotate, rotating through. Todd makes a pick. I make the pick for that team based on who's available and what we would do, not trying to match what's going to happen come April 28th. So, but it was confusing to people. I said, okay, I don't get it. Well, I said, well, this is what I would do, and this is what the teams will do, but it was confusing to an extent. So uh, the mock drafts are strictly trying to match what teams will do come April 28th. The ratings board, I have my big board up on ESPN.com every week, updated every couple weeks. That's strictly my feeling, Dan. It has nothing to do with where – I don't grade players based on where they're going to be drafted. I grade them based on ability, so stack them up, whatever happens, happens. That has nothing to do with trying to figure out a mock draft and where kids may go. Uh, how did you have Baker Mayfield ranked coming out of Oklahoma? He was right. I had uh, Josh Allen had one of the highest grades I ever gave a quarterback. I had him number one. I had Sam two, and I had Mayfield right after that. So it was Josh Allen's draft for me. I thought Josh Allen, I predicted even the morning of the draft, I thought he would go number one. Uh, I thought uh, the Cleveland Browns would take Josh Allen. Uh, yeah, I heard that it wasn't necessarily going to be Sam Donald. I did not think. That was, the, that was one of the curveballs. It's fun to get, Dan. The, I remember the morning of the draft, everybody said, it's going to be Baker Mayfield. I did not see that coming. And I, like I said, I had, I had a mock draft came out that morning. Josh Allen uh, going number one. He was my highest rated. He was one of my top ten highest rated quarterbacks of all time. So I did. He ended up being the third quarterback taken that year. So uh, it just was a surprise. It was Baker had moved from a third round pick in August way up. Didn't think it would be number one overall, but it was. And I'll tell you what, Dan. I think he's getting 
unfair criticism. I, I, I think it's totally unfair. I understand the commercials and getting all the – hey, who wouldn't take advantage of it? If somebody comes to you and says, hey, there's some commercial opportunities, you take them, right? But uh, the, 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 to criticize Baker Mayfield after this year based on the pain and what he went through with that offensive line injured, running backs injured, receiver issues, a Beckham traded, to, to criticize uh, you know, Mayfield based on this year when he almost had that team in a Super Bowl two years ago and played great football, I, I, I don't understand it. I can't rationalize it. I can't figure it out, Dan. It, it makes absolutely no sense to me. But he's taking it personally, and he says he's disrespected. This is a business, Mel, and I think Baker would be better served at just not saying anything. You know, that he's the star, I, you know, I'm, I'm a star at Oklahoma, I'm the number one overall pick, and, you know, you can't believe that uh, it's like marriage, you know, until death do us part. Well, people get divorced all the time. And that's what happened in the NFL. A younger or better player came along, and they decided they fell in love with Deshaun Watson. It's not fair, but that's, that's what happens. And it just feels like playing the victim doesn't help him. If I'm a team looking at him, unless I go, man, he's got a chip on his shoulder, he's going to be balling out this year, I still worry about that. I'm a star, and uh, I was disrespected by the, by the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I guess it could have been handled a little bit differently, but kids react in a way, and it's, it's, it becomes personal. You're a quarterback, Dan. You're the face of the organization. Everybody's talking about you, and you know, I handle, I guess, so much, and I think he felt like, hey, yeah, I deserved a little more than, than I got. I, paid, I played through a significant pain. Let's face it, Dan. It's not the right shoulder, but the left affects the right. And everything, if everything would have been perfect around him and he's playing through pain, maybe he has a better chance to have some more success. But when you have everything around you go awry mm-hmm. and you're playing through significant pain and you're gutting it out and everybody's saying, you're garbage, you're trash, you're not very good, you're terrible. I don't understand why you don't look at it and say, okay, realistically, he can't be great this year. There's no way he could be as good as he was two years ago. Why are we expecting him to be what he was when he couldn't be that and then rip him for everything he said? here and there, I, you know, I, I can't believe Baker Mayfield's still out there and doesn't have a team. I, I just I, I can't not believe it. Somebody's going to get this kid, and I think he may have the last laugh in this. Uh, he's going to come in. He's always had a chip, and his chip is bigger right now than it's ever been, Dan. So, I, But I said I did not have him as the one or two quarterback, but I'm defending Baker because uh, two years ago he looked like the real deal, and he was when he was healthy, and that team was operating on all cylinders. And this year, it's just I think it's, I, I don't get it, and I don't get it with a lot of players at quarterback who they expect way too much from despite what's going on around them which a lot of times isn't very good i came in the monday of draft week and i didn't Mm -hmm. even tell my guys i said i got breaking news and it's going to blow you away (laughs) and so i had a a great source on this and he says to me on sunday night he said the browns are going to take baker mayfield Mm -hmm. oh my god and so i come in and i say to my guys at like 902 I didn't even tell them prior to the show. I said, I want your reaction. I said, I know who the Cleveland Browns are going to take. And then they guessed who the Browns were going to take. And I said, Baker Mayfield. And everybody was like, what? <laughs> and, and I was with you because I know Seattle was really interested in trading up to get maybe the rights to Josh Allen to be able to draft him with Cleveland. And I thought, okay, I like Baker. He's entertaining. I just don't think he's the number one overall pick. But I do agree with you. He's not garbage. But let me ask you this. Would you rather have equal pay, both healthy, Jimmy Garoppolo or Baker Mayfield? 
draft Baker Mayfield. Um, okay. you know, I just think, I think Baker, his age, where he is, what he showed. I love the, the competitiveness of Baker, the players. I, I mean, you can't not like the way he plays the game. And like I said, this past year, I'm going to give him a mulligan for. Uh, I'm definitely going to do that. So I think when you look at it, Dan, it, what, what's fun, and to go back to like you were talking about the mock drafts and what you heard, that's what I don't particularly like about what I do, what we all do now. It's become a mock draft nation, right? And it's every and, and what happens here, this is what happens to me, and I know Todd has talked about it a little bit too. We sit there and Daniel Jeremiah, everybody, we sit there and, and Mike Mayock used to even say it. Mike would say it to me. We sit there on draft day and we're worried about what do we do we mock it right? Do we have it right? What's happening? And you're so preoccupied with your daggone mock. And I even will come Dan during the draft, I'll even know a player was taken it would be in the fifth round on day three. And I'll be talking about a kid that I thought went to a team because I mocked them there, and he didn't go to that team. And, he, and even a day later, after the draft's over, I'll still be thinking about this player being with his team because I kept hearing, Dan, mock drafts really screw your mind up. They I, really do. I know. And, and I'm kind of I'm done with them, but I do them. But I, I've got, they, they just occupy way too much of my, my thought process during the course of the season and way too much even right now. All right, we have a bet in studio that a, a quarterback will be selected in the top – 13 picks. Okay. What do you think? I would agree. How many quarterbacks in the top? One. Okay. I would say one. Uh, Kenny will be, I think, it's going to be interesting, Dan, if Carolina trades down from six. Or they, they stay at six, do they get, and I, they feel like we have two quarterbacks we really like. There's all the talk about Matt Rule recruited Kenny Pickett. He loves Kenny Pickett. Maybe organizationally we'll see about Malik Woods. They move down for we're going to get one of these two. I've always believed you've got to identify one. This is our guy. If you like two, fine. I said when Eli Manning and Roethlisberger and Rivers came out, I thought they'd all be really good. You could be happy with each. Which one it fell to you? Well, which one fell? Ben Roethlisberger fell, right? Justin Herbert fell to the Chargers. Josh Allen fell down. Buffalo went and got him. So, point being, I think in this particular draft, the quarterback that falls sometimes turns out to be better than the one that goes higher. It'll be interesting to see how this all shakes down. I went and put Willis. Some people are sticking a Todd Head picket going six. I have Willis, but I do think one of the quarterbacks goes in the top 13. Always great to talk to you. Your best day is always fun. And the questions you ask, one question you ask, I never have gotten. Who's the toughest? How, who are the tough guys to evaluate? So, Dan, it's a first for me. You did it. You're at the top of the board, pal. Thank you, Mel. That's uh, Mel Kuyper, draft expert. I'm having a hell of a day today. You know, I think we're guaranteed to win the Sports Emmy next year. Yeah, Paul. And we're not going to take you out after seven innings. If you know what I mean. Oh, so I got a perfect show? <laughs> I didn't want to say it. I'm just saying we would not take you out hour three. But you're not supposed to say you I'm having You can't say that out loud. You kind of brought it up that you're having a great game. We all know it. Because I almost had a perfect show at Sports Center one night. And then I screwed up with a double negative. Is that a one? Uh, I don't like to bring it up. But, yeah. you know, now that we're on the topic, I almost had a perfect game. Yes. Yeah, Should we start ignoring you and like not yes. talking to you? Let you sit over on the side of the yeah. bench all by yourself yeah. and absolutely. More phone calls coming up. Back up to this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern, six to nine Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio, and you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast this is the intersection where sports business society and pop culture meet the truth absolute fire on mondays wednesdays and fridays 
Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens... You can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense when there's gaps in health coverage. Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. You know what I did last summer? I went to Italy, and it was awesome. And you know what I did before that that was even more awesomer? I downloaded the Viator app, and I set up a bunch of great experiences for me and my family to enjoy. Like, we knew we were going to Rome, so I booked a day trip, a walking tour of ancient Rome. It was absolutely fantastic. We were heading up after that to Cinque Terre. I booked a boat cruise for the day, checked out all five villages. It was absolutely gorgeous. Speaking of gorgeous, uh, the captain of the boat that we were on was an absolute stud. He looked like his abs had been chiseled from the god Jupiter's own stomach. He was just an absolute piece of art. And you know what? If my wife had left me that day, uh, I would have been okay with it. Babe, you know what? You deserve happiness like that. Uh, So, fellas, just a heads up. uh, Check your captains. Uh, Anyway, I digress. Viator is a website and an app where you can book travel experiences uh, like the ones I just described. Uh, They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures with over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries. There's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. 
When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation and payment options and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use the code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking on the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences, you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Got some quick math for you. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep, right? That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything else costs more. So let's reduce that. The headaches, the cost, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that brings accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and brings it onto one platform. One source of truth. So you're only paying for that. It reduces IT costs because NetSuite lives in the clouds. No hardware required. Accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Patrick right now and save NetSuite.com slash Patrick. It's a meat Friday. Well, you can cook anything on a Traeger grill. When it comes to barbecuing season, only one way to do it, a Traeger wood-fired grill. We got the salmon on there this morning. Cook anything. Check out the uh, new 2022 Timberline models, the Traeger provisions, or new sauces like Show Me the Honey at Traeger.com slash DP Show. And remember, use the uh, promo code DP Show to get free shipping. I saw where Shaquille O'Neal said nobody was ever scared of LeBron James. And and I, when I first read it, I was like, wow, where's that come from? And I don't know the context of it, but I do know LeBron, I think, wanted to be liked. Whereas I don't think Michael Jordan cared to be liked. Bird didn't care to be liked. Kobe didn't care to be liked. And maybe if that's what Shaq is saying, then I understand that. Um, when you say scared of him, he was still going to be able to dominate you, but scared? All right. I guess I understand it, but uh, I, I was just sort of surprised with that. It felt like it came out of nowhere, and it was on his podcast, but I, I, I don't know the context of it. I just saw the headline that Shaq says nobody was scared of LeBron James. And maybe not. Maybe he didn't put that fear in you that these other players put in you. Yeah, Marv. Maybe he just won. Like, you don't have to fear me. I'm just going to win regardless. Yeah. But do, do you think teams feared Tom Brady? Yeah, Paul. I wonder if Shaq means teammates as well, where, like, he made teammates. Because maybe that's the topic. Like, teammates should be scared of the wrath of Kobe Bryant. I'm sure they were. You'll you'll go to the bench. Michael Jordan, you'll go to a new team yeah. if I don't like it. Maybe Shaq was referring to the state of the team and guys like Kobe and LeBron uh, – Jordan wouldn't let this happen. Wouldn't let guys. I don't. Maybe that's the context. Yeah, I just saw the headline, and I I was curious about that. Uh, let's see, Jeff in Detroit. Hi, Jeff. What's on your mind today? What up, though? You guys talking about wasn't nobody scared of LeBron James? Uh, them Pistons was when he came and whooped our ass with that Cavaliers <laughs> crew. Man, that was wrong, really wrong. 
What up, dog? One time for chat, bro. Two times for my back room bros on this meet Friday. Real quick, Dan, um, you guys had a, you guys did that Adam Silver interview. That was spectacular. It was, it really, really was. You asked all great questions, and it made me wonder what will be said or what will his legacy be because he's so open, honest, and it seems like a lot of the players like him opposed to Stein where it was kind of like, you know, an adversarial type thing going on with the players. It seems like uh, he's working with the players opposed to against them or whatever, and it, it just makes me wonder what will his legacy be in the end. I'm sure it will be very, very spectacular. Uh, also, now, I don't know if you guys are fans of the show South Park. If I'm wrong, I apologize. I'll take a pot to the face. But I swear I have found a cartoon character that embodies Fritzy. His name is Kyle's Cousin Kyle. And somehow, any conversation you have with him always reverts back to his intestinal problems or something that he has going on with him. He is really, really funny, man. So All you right. guys have a we'll, we'll check that out. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, people wanted to know who, uh, words per minute, Mel Kuyper, Fritzy. I'm going to give Mel Kuyper. I'm going to lean towards Mel. Yes, he. Are we going words per minute or words per breath? Because I think oh. Mel might have Todd on both. I don't know. Well, Fritzy runs out of air, and that's where he gets in trouble. Because then you get the. <laughs> yeah, I kind of deflate a little. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you're like a balloon. Uh, Mel Mel's a professional at at doing this. More information per minute than just about anybody I've ever been around. That's rapid fire. Uh, Ricky in South Carolina. Hi, Rick. What's on your mind? Hey, DP. Thanks for having me, man. Sure. And what's up to the Danettes? Um, I, it's driving me crazy. I have to know who the big Deftones fan. Every time you come back from break, you're playing something from the Deftones. Uh, that'd be Seton. Seton. Yeah. All right. He's got the metal horns and then the hate breed thing. So, also, I have not a stat of the day, but uh, just a did you know, Pistol Pete was from Daniel High School from South Carolina, right up the road for me. Oh, all right. Well, thank you, Ricky. I thought Pete Maravich grew up in uh, Aliquippa, Pennsylvania. Maybe went to South Carolina? I don't know where his dad was coaching when, when Pete was in high school. Yeah, Paul. Pete was born in uh, western Pennsylvania near Pittsburgh, Aliquippa. You're right. He played high school varsity basketball at Daniel High School in Central South Carolina. The town is named Central South Carolina, not the region. Well, his dad had to be coaching yes, somewhere correct. at that time. I don't think he was coaching at LSU. but uh, His dad then took a job when Pete was still in high school to teach at Clemson, and then LSU came into town hmm. and picked them all up. Yeah, because Pete decided to go there, too. That always helps. Guess what happened? Dad gets a job. Yeah, and son gets to shoot as much as he wants to. Press Maravich. And Maravich would, would famously dribble the ball out of a car. So he'd be the passenger, and he'd be dribbling the ball. I don't know how fast they were going, but he would go to the movie theater. He'd bring the basketball with him. He constantly had a basketball with him. But there are very few people who are basketball savants when it comes to handling it. Marcus Johnson with the Harlem Globetrotters. Uh, Kyrie is certainly up there. Um, but it, it's not a long list when you, when you have players 
who are that brilliant with just, we talk about, boy, that guy's got a good handle. Now, there's a good handle, and then there's Maravich, Kyrie. I'm sure leaving out a couple of people here. Final hour coming up, more phone calls. John C. Riley, the great actor, portraying Dr. Jerry Buss in the HBO special on the Lakers. He'll join us coming up as well. Final hour, Dan and the Danettes after this. One more item, close out hour two. Got a chance to hit some balls on the range, but uh, I wasn't using Chrome Soft golf balls on the range. It's a big difference there. So I might be hitting my seven iron a certain distance with something on the range, and then I get my Chrome Soft, like the Chrome Soft XLS, the Chrome Soft X, or just the regular Chrome Soft, designed for the widest range of golfers who want better feel. More distance, incredible forgiveness. But players looking for more workability, that's the Chrome Soft X. An excellent spin consistency, tour-level short game control. The Chrome Soft XLS lowers spin on longer shots. Every Chrome Soft is enhanced with precision technology. Then this is ensuring the highest quality, most consistent, fastest golf balls possible. When you add it all up, it's pretty simple. Chrome Soft is better for the best and better for everyone. Find out which Chrome Soft is right for you at CallawayGolf.com slash Chrome Soft. CallawayGolf.com slash Chrome Soft. From the versatile EQB to the sublime EQS sedan, Mercedes-Benz makes electric extraordinary. The vehicle's all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is yours. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQ. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The human soul requires a minimum daily requirement of entertainment. But listening to a podcast? Like what you're doing now? Yeah, that doesn't count. Welcome to the world of MGM Rewards, where they have the greatest live shows on earth, the biggest names in sports, the best chefs on the planet, and the most unforgettable nights of your life. This is way beyond watching a 20-second clip on your phone. This is all the entertainment you could handle, and then some. So, join MGM Rewards now and visit MGMResorts.com to book your next Vegas getaway. Welcome to the show. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.